0: Hello and welcome back. <coughs> Fish and a rice cake. Easy. Fish yep. and a rice cake. Um, so, we've stopped saying episodes because we just
1: can't be asked anymore. I think we stopped um, after episode two, didn't we? Yeah.
0: We're <laughs> doing alright though. This is This is, we're, we're quite this
1: is 19. Oh, see, that, so we're I see, I wouldn't even know known that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I only know because we planned it out before we came okay, up here. Fair enough. So, yeah. our, once we finish today, we'll have done 20. That's pretty good going, isn't it? It's bad, yeah. It's yeah, not a bad start. That. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: yeah, if we can, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll still be here in, in a few years. Yeah, I'm but, not sick of you yet, yeah. so we'll keep going. But no, good stuff. Um, so today's episode is actually, I actually got a message. So this is it's quite relevant, actually. And I think this is something that m- me and you from clients and new clients mm. will see a lot. So I got a, a message off a guy, and he basically said, in one way, shape, or form, it was a little bit longer than this, so I won't go into full detail, but I've been going to the gym consistently for a long time, but I don't look like I go to the gym. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like a really common problem with people because... I'm normally the one being told I don't look like I go to the gym. So it's a nice nice reversal. (laughs) The trolls. Um, But no, it's like, I think it's really common because and you you know what you could even be you could even kind of say when you go to the gym you see those guys who are in there every single fucking day with they look no different right
1: yeah there's always a few
0: yeah and and it does happen and and there's a few reasons that it is happening because Otherwise, you would look like you go to the gym and you know yeah. you look like you have a load of muscle or whatever it might be. So, it is a lot of it's goal dependent, which we're going to go into in a bit more detail. But I do think it's a very common problem, and, and people probably feel like they're riding a bike with flat tires, they're fucking pedaling hard, but they're not moving anywhere very fast. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it's, and it's frustrating because you know you're turning up, you're doing the shit that you think you need to be doing, and you're not actually seeing the
1: results that you think you should be seeing. Yeah, yeah. And I, th- I think I think it comes down to the main thing of just not having a set structured plan or real idea about what you're doing but then obviously we we, we will break that down into from a nutrition and the training standpoint how yeah. that might look but essentially that is what it is is if you sort of are just turning up and winging it from a training point of view for for a short term you might have seen some initial progress and some, some initial change but that is going to be capped going to take you so far yeah and then from a nutrition point of view you, you're not going to get anywhere if you haven't got a Decent idea of what you're doing.
0: Yeah, so I think for me, like there's kind of three slash four reasons this happens. It again, it's all goal dependent. So if you if you're wanting to build muscle, the chances are maybe you're not eating enough. If you want to drop body fat and actually see the muscle tissue you've got, you're probably eating too much. So they're the kind of two nutrition facets Mm. um, which go along, which have to be matched up to your training. Um, And when it comes to actually inside the gym. The chances are you are probably winging it, as Jake says. Or oh, just, just doing can... whatever your training partner does, what exactly. best does Exactly. Yeah, doing a bit of this, bit of that, not logging it, so you've got no idea of progression and things. Um, or you're not training hard enough. You're not training hard enough, which yeah. is which is the, probably the most likely one. In terms yeah. of being inside the gym because some even if you are kind of winging it, as long as you're fucking training hard, like the chances are you're gonna be you're gonna be changing in one way, shape or form. Yeah, yeah. So let's go with nutrition to start with. So if you're wanting to build muscle and you go into the gym, but you're not building muscle, yeah,
1: you're not eating enough. You're probably not eating enough, yeah. And I think you get that a lot with people. We, we have it on the calls when they just say, oh, just no matter what I eat, I just really struggle to, to put size on. I just can't add weight and gain weight and stuff like that and gain muscle. And it it literally just comes down to you, you're probably not eating enough. Like, as simple as that. And then if, you, if you're not tracking what you're eating, you don't need to be super detailed with your tracking, but if, if you don't have an idea of what you're eating you can't really be like, oh, no matter what I eat, I won't gain weight because it's like, well, you don't actually know what you're eating day to day and you're probably not eating as much as what you think you are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, for someone, like, for example, like yourself, you know, you're on 5,000 calories for your last kind of gaining weight. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it, you might be surprised, you know, some people do need to eat a lot of food to actually gain some muscle and gain yeah. some size. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I think for the, for the people who are struggling to... This is probably the, the rarest one because most people want to drop body fat and see yeah. what muscle tissue they've got. But if you are someone who's wanting to gain some Like muscle, a hard gainer. Yeah, like a hard
1: gainer. You know, um, the chances are you, you're probably just not eating enough food. Yeah, and you're probably moving too much as well. I think you tend to find a lot with those hard gainers, typically sort of quite lean individuals who struggle to gain muscle and whatnot. They don't eat as much. They don't have a massive appetite and they just move a lot. And when yeah. they start eating more... They start moving more as well without even realising. They'll do more steps day to day, or they'll be quite active with sport. It's one thing kind of, and another. It's people quote unquote a fast metabolism,
0: isn't it? You yeah, know? and it's, it's because like... their knees high and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think you know the first thing, as Jake says, in that situation is just start start tracking your food. Obviously, this this is all only uh, this is only important if you are tracking your your, your workouts and you're logging your yeah. workouts and you're logging progression. You, you're trying to get stronger and blah blah blah, blah. but. Start tracking your food. Start tracking your weight start tracking some form of metrics of progress. So like if you're, you know, yeah. are you taking pictures? Is, are you definitely not growing muscle or do you, do you not know? You're just standing in the mirror every couple of weeks thinking am I, am I gaining muscle or not, you know? Yeah. You've got to have some form of tracking it because if you're not
1: tracking it, then actually you don't even know you could be gaining muscle. You could, but you've got to be realistic with the timelines of that. Like with, when it comes to pictures and stuff, again, if, you, if you're natural and you're trying to gain muscle, if, you, if you're new to the gym, you might see, more significant changes a little bit quicker to start with but generally like you're probably going to see changes every month you're not you're certainly not going to see them every single week yeah um so don't sort of get three weeks in and be like i don't look any bigger this isn't working like you're gonna have to stick oh back. yeah we've spoken yeah. about this. we even did a full episode on flip-flopping between gaining and yeah. dieting and why that's keeping you stuck in the same spot so that's actually quite relevant to this yeah so if you haven't listened to that go and listen to that one because that's probably another big factor is flip-flopping between goals and never actually committing just to one yeah um but yeah definitely you need to first first thing you need to do is get an idea of how much you're eating establish what your maintenance is and then you can start adjusting it towards
0: whatever that goal is yeah and once you're tracking them some sort of some form of metrics then you know
1: which way to go yeah and then on the flip side of that you get the people that just eat too much yeah, so
0: I I think this is probably the most common one. So yeah. you like let's just use of, like an example of a person. They go to the gym 3 to 4 times a week. They they lift kind of fairly well. And they probably say their terminology is probably that they eat clean or they mm. eat well. Do you know, like that's do you know what I mean, like that kind of standard person, right? Which is fine. Like, that's that's not not an issue with that, but the reason that so that in their mind they're eating well, they're training 3 4 times a week. They're probably doing some form of cardio as well, potentially, you know, because they think they need to in order to, to kind of drop body fat. But they're not dropping body fat. They're not seeing the muscles or the muscle tissue that they've got. So what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Not eating, you're eating too much.
1: Just eating too much. And sometimes even just a small amount over a deficit or a maintenance can, can be enough to sort of take you out of it. But generally, it comes down to them not planning ahead with the food, not again, not knowing what is actually going in and eating what they would consider as clean food or healthy food. That doesn't mean it's low in calories. That doesn't mean it's going to help you with fat loss just because it's healthy. Like it's contextual, isn't it? Um, So I think over-consuming those is really, really straightforward to do. And then depending on how you're cooking that food, like we said before, with like oils and stuff or coffees, teas, if you're getting like a caramel frappuccino and stuff, like the calories in that are ridiculous. If you're having smoothies, like liquid calories, add up so quickly don't they booze. and most yeah, boo- yeah massive one with booze typically i'll get it sometimes i don't know about you but you can kind of spot it on people like i've spoken to people before we're like oh, i just really need help tidying up my diet you know i don't hold any fat in my arms or my shoulders it's all just on my belly and i don't know why and i'm kind of like eh, it's probably going to be something to do with beer yeah like, i'm willing <laughs> yeah. to bet it's probably going to be booze and then when you start working with him you're like oh you've had eight pints this weekend again like <laughs> yeah. it's just, it, that's probably where the problem's going to lie for the majority yeah. yeah but that's it i think it's um and, and the thing is, most of these people won't be tracking
0: the calories. They'll have no idea if they're eating too too much or too little. So that's kind of part of the problem. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, it, again, it's just so common to see that that particular issue with, with guys in particular and, and girls as well. But like, you know, you're training, you're not seeing not seeing the results you want despite putting in the effort. So the first bit of advice, again, going back to similar to gaining, va- gaining weight, gaining muscle, um, you need to start tracking your calories. You need to get an idea of what you're eating. And again, tracking your fucking progress because how do you how do you know if you if you're not losing weight how do you know if you're not losing body fat
1: it's the same it's look at it this way like if you were driving somewhere if you're trying to get somewhere and you had no map you had no sat nav and you were lost and you didn't know where you were you wouldn't just keep driving down random roads roads in the hope that you're going to get there the first thing you would do is like right well let's figure out where we are and then we can make a plan from that it's the same thing with your nutrition the first thing you do is figure out where you're at where your maintenance is at and then you can make a plan yeah. whether you need to be in a surplus or deficit or and however that's going to look.
0: Yeah, and if you go into that deficit and once you've figured that out, so the training that you're doing, cardio you're doing, everything else that you do, and once you've all, that, that starts to, you start to see the fruition of that then because yeah. you then go, say you go into your deficit, you start eating less food, you start kind of seeing your weight drop, you start seeing like your body change and over time you'll be like, oh shit, like I have more muscle than what I thought because, you've been going to the gym, you've been consistent with that, which is fucking amazing. Now we're
1: actually just seeing the the fruits of your labor. Yeah. And that, how, I mean, how many times do you get it where you, you start dieting or someone will, you'll work with someone who starts dieting and then they've got like a, a decent amount of muscle underneath but because they've had a bit of extra body fat you obviously you can't see it quite as well and as soon as they start getting lean they'll start getting compliments from people like fucking hell you've put on loads of size you've put on loads of muscle and it's like well they're actually 10 kilos lighter than they were four yeah, months ago but 100%. you do look bigger and you will look more like you go to the gym if you can get yourself a bit leaner. And, and, and you, you've got to, to have some muscle underneath to start with. Yeah. Because um, if you don't, yeah, you won't, you'll just look skinny sort of thing.
0: No, no, I think I've said it on this podcast before, but I say that to loads of people in the like, I'll show them the pictures. And quite often they'll say, oh, like I saw so-and-so and he, he looked like he, lo- he added loads of muscle and dropped body fat. And I'm like, actually, you know what? He probably didn't add that much muscle, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. you dropped 15 kilograms, so we can just see his fucking muscle now, you know? And that's, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So like our perfect client would be, I suppose, that person. Yeah. You know, that yeah. person who comes in, you know, they're consistent in the gym. So they know how to train, they know how to use the gym. Um, They're probably just not seeing the results that they want. And the chances are, once we start to tidy up their nutrition,
1: it all just starts to fall into place. And we can see it, can't we? Like, because we've done it enough times now, we can look at someone and be like, I can tell that you'd look like you've got enough muscle to diet down and look good. And then you have to have that conversation because I've had it in the past where people have been like, ah, well, I, I want to get lean, but I don't think I've got enough muscle to do it yet. I don't think like I look like I want to look. And you kind of like, trust me, you'll look better than you think you will. Yeah. Like you've got the foundations there. You've got the amount of muscle there already to, to look at least like you go to the gym, like yeah. to fit in sort of thing. Um and then once you rise yourself, then it's easy, much easier to add muscle to a lean frame anyway.
0: So you're always yeah. especially if you're carrying more body fat than you want, even if it's just a tiny bit more. Yeah. Like you're always better getting lean first and actually then building on a lean frame because as we just said, you know, and, and as we mentioned in the past, if you are gaining muscle, the chances are you're gonna gain a little bit of body fat as well. So if you've already got a bit more body fat than you want, it's probably a bad time to add muscle.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then the flip, the other thing to that then is training, isn't it? Yeah. Is not having a plan with your training, like we said, either just winging it and doing whatever your best mate's doing on that day, so probably another ben- bench press session. <laughs> or an Instagram workout or whatever. Yeah. Uh, benching a bit of arms and then, oh, or you not logging it. So we'll, 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 we'll dive into that. So in terms of just following what your best mate's doing, like, we've all done it, but what would you say? What would you say the best thing to do is? in
0: Well, it's one of them where, so, you you could get some results from it initially and it all depends on like your training experience and things like if you're new to the gym, like brand mm. new to the gym, you're going to be really kind of, you're going to be in a great place to build some muscle because it's new stimulating, yeah. and your body's yeah. like, oh fucking hell, like, I like this. So it's like, if you think back to when you were 18, like when I was 18, like, I built loads of muscle kind of like early on. I think they do say you build the, the majority of your muscle within your first certain amount of years of training, right? So, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember how many, how, how many years exactly, but and and it's because you it's just new, it's new stimulus. Like it's so if you are kind of new to the gym, I'd say that there's less there should be less focus on a structured plan and more focused on just training hard. Yeah. That's yeah. that's my kind of input I think,
1: there. Yeah, that I think even to a large degree that underpins it just throughout. Yeah, it does, yeah. You can you can sort of mess around with different plans and exercises and stuff, but the bottom line is if you're not actually training hard enough within that, putting enough effort into it you're not going to do anything like I'm not going to do anything for you.
0: No. And yeah. And and kind of going back to, to where we were with, with this stuff, like if you don't look like, if you have been going to the gym and you don't look like you have, like I say, the the two things are, you probably are doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like say maybe your mates work out, maybe an Instagram workout, maybe you've got like a freebie, you know, Mm -hmm. like online and you're just following that and you do that for a few weeks. You're not quite sure you move on to something else. So the chances are, you know, there's just too much going on. You're not you're not being consistent with a certain number of exercises and actually progressing in those exercises for long enough to see any any changes. Um, you're not logging your progression as well, which is a big one. So yeah. you know, again, like say for example you're doing a flipping, I don't know, a, a machine chest press, you go in and you just kinda of go, I think I did this last week. You don't actually know. Mm -hmm. And so if you, but if you can go into your like for example, with our training plans, you've got a log book, right? So you go into your log book, you can see actually the last week I did 50 kilograms, 10 reps. It was fairly comfortable. This week I'm gonna go 52 and a half and see how many I get. If you get another 10, you know, you can probably go up
1: again the next week, you know? And that's all, all training is, is literally just giving your body a reason to, cha- ch- to change. That's uh-huh. it. You are trained to give it a reason to tra- uh, to change. I can't even get my, get my words out. You train to give it a reason to change and then you give it the nutrition it needs to give it the resources it needs to, to make that change happen. Yeah. If you're just going into the gym and you're like, oh, last week I did... Three sets of 10 with 20 kilos. So I'll just knock out three sets of 10, 20 kilos. That'll do. It's, well, no, you, you've already, you know, you can do that. Your body can handle that. It's got no reason to need to change to get stronger or bigger because you're just putting it under the exact same thing that you can already handle. Um, and we, um, a large part of our coaching from a training point of view in the first, I'd say four or six, but probably 12 weeks is actually just watching clients' videos and just being like, you can lift heavier. Like going through the logbook and being like, right, you've done 20 kilos for three sets of 10, next week 25. And yeah, well, well, I'll be honest, like when I get my
0: clients to send me videos, I'll tell them it's for technique. Sorry, clients, I'm, I'm giving you giving away my secrets here. But I'm like, and obviously, I want to see technique as long as you're not absolutely butchering it. I'm not that
1: bothered. Like, I know it sounds daft, but I'm not. As long as you're not going to break your back, <laughs> doesn't need no. You're not as fussed about it being technically perfect. You're yeah. more bothered about it actually showing some effort. And intensity. I'm
0: looking at your intensity, and like people yeah. will notice this now. Like I'll I'll, I'll pause it, and they be like, "You see your face here."
1: Yeah, that's the face I want. You see yeah. how you're watching everybody else in the gym whilst you're doing your last few reps. Like you shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, you shouldn't you be, should be able be to do that. On what you're doing. Yeah, so it's it's exactly
0: that. So intense and this leads on nicely. It is intensity because yeah. you can have the best training plan in the world, and if you're performing it with shit intensity, you'll get no results. Yeah, you yeah. can have the most average training plan in the world, but if you're performing it with high intensity and you're really pushing yourself, you're going to get great results.
1: And I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a confidence thing. Maybe that is just down to people not thinking they're as strong as, as they actually are and it does take someone exterior whether it's a coach whether it's a friend that they're training with to actually be like no no you can lift heavier than that yeah. like that was pretty comfortable you can lift, and having that perspective of yeah and
0: it takes time like if you're yeah, fairly you
1: new to the gym you, you you're not going to
0: know what you're you're kind of
1: yeah you're and that's why like tenderness. we we do like 12 week training blocks don't we the first certainly the first five weeks if not pretty much the first 10 to 12 weeks, every single week they're like, oh, I've got stronger this week, I've hit a PB on this, i hit a PB on that. Because you're still establishing where your strength is currently at with all these different movements. Yeah. And you'll find that you can still progress and progress and progress and progress. And that's even if you're in a, yeah. even so, in a deficit. Yeah, even in a deficit. Yeah. It, it, it makes no difference when you're dieting to strength until you start to get really, really lean. Yeah. Like that's the only time it starts to play a factor. And even then it's more just with movements that require you to brace yourself against that weight. So like a bent over bar bar row or a back squat or a deadlift where you have to use your body weight to stabilize against the weight that you're lifting. That's where it'll play more of a factor where you might want to swap it out for more chest or back supported movements or swap it to lower weights, higher reps, stuff like that. Um, but generally, it won't really make much of a difference. No, no. So that, that
0: kind of in a nutshell is it. So the chances are... Again, this is all goal-dependent, of course, but the, the chances are if you go to the gym, you're consistent, but you don't look like you go to the gym. It's going to be one of those things. The, probably nutrition more than training, but it's going to be a, a, probably a, a little bit of a mixture of the two at the same time. So you're probably not eating enough if you want to gain muscle, you're eating too much if you're carrying too much body fat. And then when it comes to your training, you are, you're either winging it, you're doing a bit of this, bit of that, or you're not logging your progression.
1: Exactly. Uh, Yeah. And from the trick, just to finish, it might be worth throwing in. So I, one of the questions I got in my check-in yesterday was one of my clients, she's doing a leg press and she'd hit 100 kilos for 10 reps. And then she'd done 100 kilos for 15 reps afterwards. So she was basically asking, is it better for me to try and do 110 kilos and hit 10 reps and risk not hitting 10 reps than it is to just stay at 100 kilos and hit 10 reps? I was like, yeah, yeah otherwise, you, otherwise you're just going to stay in the exact same spot. Yeah, it. There's nothing magic about rep ranges. Reps. There's nothing magic about 10 reps at all. If you can consistently hit the same amount of reps, increase the weight. And if it means that you you only get seven reps, eight reps, that's fine. Like, say that to my advice, all time,
0: the reps that I have allocated you, I've set you, say I give you three sets of 10, which yeah. I rarely do, but say I've given someone three sets of 10 on an exercise. There's nothing magic about the 10 reps. You know, you could be doing fucking 15. You could be doing six or seven. Like, it, there's nothing magic about the number of 10. I mean, listen, the, I think the science says, it's almost, if as long as you're between like five and 30, yeah, as long as you're training yeah. right intensity, like you're going to get the same, you know, the same benefits from the exercise. Yeah. So it is exactly as Jake said, as long as you are taking yourself close to failure, you know that you're working hard, you finish that set and you're like, fuck, that was hard. That, that's all that matters. So we would rather you lift more weight, and probably do kind of less reps. 100%, anything, yeah. Know.
1: If you're doing 20 kilos of a dumbbell press for three sets of 10, and you've not gone up because you're like, I don't know if I could get three sets of 10 with 22.5, good. Do that's, a 10, That's the reason six. to do it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? That, and, that's the reason to do it. Because and then, then
0: when you do that, so then say you, your program is three sets of 10, and you, you can't do, you're you on three sets of 10 at 20 kilograms With Jake's example. You go, you go to 22 and a half. You, your first set, you just about manage 10. Second, you get eight third you get seven so you've not quite got the, the, the three sets of ten next week you might go ten nine eight yeah the week after you might go ten ten nine that's your progression and then that's your progression because the volume's coming in terms of more reps with that same weight once yeah. you get comfortable doing three sets of 10 with 22 and a half, you go up again and you repeat that process
1: yeah yeah it's literally that it's it's like you said establish where you're at with your nutrition Decide which way you need to go and how aggressive you need to be with that approach. Stick to it. And then be critical with yourself about your training. How hard are you actually training? Log your training. Train hard. (laughs) Yep. Like that's it. And get a coach to do all this. Get a coach to do it, yeah. Because
0: we would take all of this away from you and just map it all out. So that's uh, that's also a very viable option. (laughs) Yeah. No, but jokes aside, like genuinely is like, I'm not, without even plugging for us, like this is exactly why we still have coaches because our coach just goes, right, Jake, here's your nutrition. Here's your training. I don't have to fucking think about it. I just go and and implement it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And knowing that you potentially have to film it to show them, you then have to be like, I'm going to have to put some effort into this set because if I don't, they're just going to tell me I'm not training hard enough. Well, I
0: I sent some videos to Paul last week And obviously, you know, Paul, like he's like, you can work harder, mate. Like, you're like, and I was like, you know what? It's so fucking true. And he that wake up call because I was on the hack squat, and he was like, your first rep, um, is kind of like he counted out the the tempo, etc. He was like, really nice, controlled, nice pause at the the bottom, nice pause at the top. Why is your last rep exactly the same? I was like,
1: yeah,
0: (laughs) good point. Because it shouldn't be, you know what it, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. your form should break break down a little bit. You should kind
1: of- That's a, a good a good way of knowing if you're gauging it about right with your intensity, if you don't know how it should feel to train yeah. intensely or to push it is. If your form's still perfect towards the end, you're not training hard enough. Yeah. Like, that's not saying let it go to shit for the last few reps, <laughs> but it should be breaking down on those last few yeah. reps. Yeah. But yeah. So that's a
0: good way of doing it. So film your sets. Like, I know, I know mm. you feel like a knob in the gym doing it. Like, I do get that. But honestly, no one gives a fuck. And like, Actually, if you're into most gyms now, most people fucking film something. So film your sets, um, and you'll be surprised at how much you get out from that when you watch it back, because you're like, actually, you, you will, I guarantee, almost guarantee, that everybody who films the sets will look back and think they can work a bit harder.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that might help you look like you go to the gym. Yes. Probably take my own advice. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, guys.
0: See you in the next one. See you in a bit.